B2B Marketing and I'll be your host today. Joining me today, we have Really B2B's Client Services Director, Angie Coom. On this episode, we're going to unpack how Really B2B One Silver could best corporate decision make, make a targeted campaign at the B2B Marketing Awards. A bit of a mouthful, but Angie, first things first, could you just tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Really B2B? Yeah, of course. Hi. So, yes, I'm Angie. I'm Client Services Director at Really B2B. I've been at Really for nearly five years now. Uh, in my current role, um, and I've had a few since being at the agency, um, it's ultimately it's all about client service, client satisfaction, uh, driving campaign success. Um, and really, it's about helping the team to perform at their very best, getting them to deliver highly successful lead gen um, and ABM campaigns, as well as creating exceptional um, creative work. Um, I guess a little bit of background about me. Marketing has always been my passion. Um, my career has taken me on a big journey from brand development, strategy, working at outdoor media owners, um, doing media planning um, strategy and insights um, for insights companies, and most recently at research and creative agencies. And that's what's taken me to really B2B, um, the B2B marketing experts agency. So as I mentioned at the start, we're here today to unpack how really B2B won silver at the B2B Marketing Awards for their work with Arden University. So just to kick things off, could you tell us a bit about the campaign and Arden? Absolutely. So if I start by explaining how the campaign came about in the first place, Arden University are already hugely well known in the B2C market. Um, and they've achieved some really huge success with their apprenticeship programs, uh, their remote, remote learning programs for their B2C uh, consumers. Um, but what they wanted to do was really drive success for their apprenticeship program for the B2B customers and really capitalize um, and drive exponential growth. So when we had the conversation with Arden, um, their overall business objective was ultimately to attract fewer but much higher volume b2b employer clients um, really focusing on those large corporate enterprises so for us we worked with them and we we boiled it down to what they really needed to do is increase that brand awareness um, across the b2b market specifically for their degree apprenticeships um, and in particular for those really big household uh, brand employers so in order to help Arden achieve their overall business objective, what we needed to do was position them as a corporate learning and degree apprenticeship partner of choice for those large corporate businesses. We needed to do this by creating a relevant and compelling messaging strategy that really resonated with this target audience and ultimately to reach those decision makers uh, using the right channels to build brand affinity ahead of those key academic dates. For us, having that ongoing brand driving campaign uh, was key to success, both in delivering that big position of Arden and delivering brand awareness, but also as positioning Arden as those key experts. So in a, in a real kind of in nutshell, uh, the campaign that we developed really kind of focused on a big social campaign for them, uh, particularly around LinkedIn. We looked at thought leadership blog posts, content, there's a huge element of interactive content, um, and we really focus on that personalised messaging for those decision makers so that we could create a really unique and carefully crafted message to those um, really important database of L&D professionals. 
amazing. And now reading your case study, uh, one of the things that makes Arden stand out that you write about is the fact that it has blended learning solutions and something that they've been offering long before it was normal and popularized. Now it goes without saying that in the post-pandemic world, this space became flooded with everyone offering, you know, blended learning models. So how did really B2B help Arden navigate this new congested space and this new competition? We started off with a really comprehensive analysis of the corporate market that they wanted to go after. Um, and we, we really needed to understand those key challenges that were being faced by HR and L&D professionals importantly, both pre and post COVID, because we knew the world was changing. And we knew that some of those pain points would stay the same, but others would change dramatically. And also we knew more and more companies like Arden were offering this blended learning approach. So we needed to understand what it was that employees really needed from a learning solution for their employees in this post COVID world. And by doing this, we could then identify those unique elements of Arden's proposition against the competition and against where they were positioned in the market. And it was actually, it was this combination of Arden's USPs and matching them um, against the other blended learning solution providers in the market that enabled us to identify what we call that true white space that Arden operate in. This then formed the basis of our big idea for the campaign, providing a really distinct position for Arden in the B2B market where their offering could really shine through. Okay, great. And uh, one of the really interesting challenges about the campaign that we touched on earlier is Arden navigating from, you know, a primary B2C focus into B2B. And it goes without saying that that's not perhaps one of the easiest moves to make. So how did really B2B help Arden get get to grips with a B2B market, what were some of the insights that you gathered and what were some of the challenges that you faced? So we ran several methodologies to build a really comprehensive and representative picture of the market. So that included discovery sessions with some of Arden's key stakeholders so we could understand from them specifically what they felt was their strengths, weaknesses, USPs and importantly the common objections that they were facing the market. Um, But what we needed to do is balance that out with talking to the market. So we ran external interviews with L&D experts across Arden's key target audience so that we could not only better understand firsthand what the real challenges um, were that were being faced, but actually how they aligned or didn't align with Arden's expectations and view of the market. We then consolidated all the learnings with supplementary um, secondary research using profiling tools uh, to gain a really in-depth view of those target audience needs. And what was really interesting is that we found um, both hesitance and resistance to invest in those mid-level apprenticeships um, for various reasons. A large part of it was due to a lack of resource um, from the employer side of things, not really knowing how to get started, uh, but also there was a big knowledge gap on the benefits to both the employees and the employers um, and how those mid-level apprenticeships could really benefit those employers. Um, But also on top of that, the government levy that is available to employers to help support with these mid-level apprenticeships, whilst there's a lot of information out there, sometimes there's almost too much. So being able to understand where those challenges were for the businesses to help them maximise their spend 
and therefore generate positive ROI by using uh, the maximum amount of the government levy available to them was really important. So taking all of that um, together, we, we knew that we needed a messaging plan that really provided a real depth of information um, that not only provided reassurance against the target audience's pain points, uh, but also had really relevant rationale um, based on the, the current market position. And I guess what was really interesting is one of the, the biggest challenges that we faced through identifying some of these insights was we needed to find a way of targeting this, this audience um, who we identified was both time poor and therefore needed a really fast and quick solution to help imp improve employee success. But actually, they also needed a really high level and in-depth level of information and rationale to help support their decision making. Um, so we understood that there were some almost conflicting personality traits and requirements um, of these L&D professionals. Amazing. And I just want to go back to something you mentioned at the start, which was when it comes to the target audience themselves, you targeted fewer but more high profile individuals. Why fewer? And does that differ from the traditional B2C approach for universities like Arden? So for Arden within the, the B2B um, space for them in particular, they knew that the biggest opportunity was around maximising their apprenticeship programme for multiple employees within one business. Um, and Arden's unique um, proposition is that they have a huge support network that sits behind their blended learning approach. So actually, an employer that has multiple employees on their programme is much more beneficial for the employer. And therefore, that's part of what Arden wanted wanted to go and talk to these businesses about. They were having lots of conversations. And if, from a B2C perspective, of course, they're talking very much one on one. So they're getting an individual to come on to um, an online learning programme. Whereas for the B2B side of things, they really wanted to increase and improve the, the scale of their operation and get more and more people really benefiting from their apprenticeship programme. And who specifically within companies did Arden and really B2B find were the best audience to target? It was interesting. So we had three very distinct target segments. Uh, we had a group that were the we understood and knew were the primary decision makers, often those that um, managed existing apprenticeship programs or online learning programs within the business. Um, we also then had our core secondary target audience, which were very much uh, those broader HR professionals. So ones that that worked in um, human resources, they had an element of training or learning and development as part of their um, job role, but it wasn't their core function. And then we had an, an influencer group. So where we needed to talk to such a broad range of individuals across these businesses, of which, of course, they were 500 employees plus often, um, we had a very specific target message to reach out to those individuals across finance and across that, that broader network that enabled the Arden messaging to feed through to the people who would actually likely also be um, attending those apprenticeship programs. 
And now, having gathered all of that really great insight, how did really B2B go about leveraging that to create campaign and a messaging that really resonated with that audience? And what did the audience outreach process look like? So we started with, as I said previously, really identifying the personality traits of those different target audience segments. And that was instrumental in the creation of our campaign um, as we really wanted to create a messaging plan and content plan and content themes that really resonated with those challenges and pain points of those L&D professionals. The, the starting point for us was developing what we called the campaign big idea. So that really reinforced Arden's positioning in the market and focus on the benefits of investing in L&D to helping to drive better productivity at work, increase morale and employee retention. This was very much the, the key message that we pulled out from some of those insights from our initial discovery phase. And we needed to deliver that message in multi-layers based on the different target audience segments that we were going after. So we started by identifying the most highly used channels by each of those different target audience segments. And we needed to review them against the art, current Arden proposition and the channels that they were currently using and where there are any gaps, because we needed to maximise coverage for those target audiences. Um, part of that initial analysis of the channel identification was around conducting an audit of Arden's website, their current social strategy, their other outreach programmes, because um, we needed to both improve the customer journey and the customer experience from an online perspective but also once people had hit the website we needed to really reduce the bounce rates for them and make sure that that messaging resonated with the right target segments so all of that coupled with the insights that we uncovered in our discovery phase meant that we're able to select relevant content formats and channels that would have the greatest impact on the target audience um, so one of those recommendations that we put forward to Arden and that we were then um, successful in delivering as part of the campaign was interactive content because when I mentioned earlier we had some conflicts of those personality traits where we needed to reach a time poor audience with a huge level and depth of information um, so we needed our messaging to appeal to um, these D personality type so it needed to be you know a really hard-hitting call to action but we also needed to offer some really in-depth insights which another part of the um, L&D professionals personality traits are eyes which me meant that we really needed to deliver them um, complex information but in a very simple and easy to read format so developing thought leadership blogs um, enabled us to provide the reassurance that Arden were apprenticeship experts, um, as well as delivering a, a much broader message across the other social channels that we used and email. Amazing, perfect. And having read your case study, I think on that interactive content point and use of personalization, I think that's something that you really nailed on the head and something that really stood out to judges. So could you just tell us a bit about, a bit more about what that looked like and the process behind creating that type of content? Absolutely. So the interactive content from experience of working with other clients and targeting 
other similar audiences who are time poor, we knew that interactive content was the right route to go down. Um, the big question then was what type of interactive content? What is it that's going to drive not only the, the core message of the apprenticeship programme for Arden, but also really build that profile and brand awareness for Arden? So we developed two interactive content pieces as part of this campaign. We developed a top of the funnel um, interactive quiz, which the quiz enabled us to deliver that really hard hitting message, but also deliver key insights on the benefits of apprenticeship learning and Arden's proposition, but kept the user engaged. So it enabled them to really kind of have snackable content at their own pace and their own level. Um, And then as the campaign developed um, and Arden's positioning and the brand awareness became stronger and more in depth because of all the other social channels we were using. We then developed and sent out an interactive ebook, which was a perfect blend of information for both the, the I personality types and the D personality types because we were able to ultimately zip up sections within the ebook. So it meant that for those D um, personality types who want information very quickly, um, wanted to read something in the shortest period as possible, the hard-hitting headlines um, and intro paragraphs gave them everything they needed. But for the eyes who needed that extra depth of information, we're able to offer them a way to engage with as much of the content as they needed to at different times and, and sections. So it meant that we're able to offer that real flexibility of content consumption across both of those content pieces. Um, that could really showcase Arden's proposition and their blended learning solutions. So it's all well and good having, you know, that great website, that great interactive content, but you have to get it in front of your audience. And one of the things we spoke about at the start was the use of social media and particularly the focus on LinkedIn. So could you just tell us a a bit more about that and why that focus on LinkedIn particularly? Absolutely. So for us, as part of that initial discovery phase, we really needed to understand where the target audience were consuming information um, and where they were seeking out their own um, level of insights on blended learning solutions and apprenticeship programs and just general um, training programs for, for employees. And we found that actually LinkedIn was one of the highest use social media platforms for that target audience. Um, The reason that we use the different mix of content um, and delivered that level of information across LinkedIn and in the way that we did um, was we needed to drive that real brand awareness. So we used a real high level of sponsored posts. We we sent out um, case studies, when we were getting to that bottom of the funnel message, we were talking about some real high level um, messaging to that target audience at the time that made more sense for them. Um, And then we also utilized lead generation forms and really tried to capture that level of detail throughout LinkedIn at the same time. Amazing. And more generally speaking, how did your target audience react to the campaign and what were some of the outstanding results that you saw? So we were not surprised, but we're always pleased to see that the great results that the interactive content generates for us. 
Um, but for this campaign in particular, it far outstripped our expectations. Um, so the quiz on its own delivered a really high page view frequency um, of 2.4, really kind of indicating that prospects were using the content in a really snackable way because they could get access to the key snacks, key stats quickly and easily. Uh, we also saw that the ebook had a really high session duration. So the content that we create, particularly when it's on a, an interactive level, we're, we're able to really delve into the key learnings, the success metrics. Um, and it was really imp impressive to see those high levels of engagement. And then from an email perspective, um, we delivered above average open rates and click rates throughout the whole campaign, um, indicating that we were not only talking to the right individuals, but actually that message was resonating and they were coming back email after email to get that extra level of, of depth of information. Amazing, perfect. Well, I think those results speak for themselves to the success of the campaign and to really B2B. But now that the campaign dust has settled, do you have any key takeaways that you can share with our listeners? What would you have done differently? What worked well? And what maybe you would leave out a second time around? I think first and foremost, the the real kind of big takeaway for us was don't underestimate the power or the value of research. I think for lots of of clients, lots of businesses, research can seem like a really high cost, particularly when you're looking to, to deliver a report on target audience or market. And actually, those, those key takeaways are, they may be five bullet points. They're, they're those key nuggets, but it's those nuggets of insight that when combined with the USP of that client, that really kind of delivers that hugely successful campaign, we would not have been able to create um, such an impactful creative visual campaign or deliver those hard-hitting messages without it. With the, the, the overall success of the campaign, you know, delivered well above, you know, nearly 500% of pipeline revenue. And at the time that the campaign um, went into the submission for the awards, we were 113% of our MQL targets. Um, the campaign was was still kind of running and developing and building momentum. And by the time we actually closed the campaign, we then managed to get 154% against our original MQL target. So that absolutely is paramount to the success of the insights that we've gathered and the relevance to that target audience. Because I think as well, understanding that audience is the key part of generating the greatest level of um, interactivity with the campaign. So the content, the messaging, um, all of that, when you're talking to that time poor audience who require um, different levels of information at different points of their journey throughout that sales funnel and throughout their interaction with the, with the campaign and the brand is, is really kind of a key, key factor in driving success. To distill it into a bit of a cliche, it's hard work pays off. Do your homework and you see the results. Absolutely. Amazing. And just to wrap things up, what does winning a B2B marketing award mean to the really B2B team? And what else is on the horizon for you guys in 2023? So at really B2B, we really do pride ourselves on our unique ability to uncover 
those audience insights, market insights, and therefore to deliver an award-winning campaign such as this. Um, so for us, winning silver um, for Arden for best corporate decision maker um, was an absolute highlight of the year. Being able to bring our clients as well with us to share on those successes because this campaign was only as successful as it was because of the collaboration between us and Arden. We really worked as an extension of their team. So for us being open, collaborative and honest and having a client that is willing to invest their time in building those relationships um, is fundamental to success. So we're continuing to work with Arden into this year to build on those those successes um, that we've already seen and to really help them further cement their position in the market, both on this existing proposition, but also into some other really interesting um, propositions for them as well across the market. Well, I think that's a perfect place to leave it. So Angie, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you want to find out more about what makes an award-winning campaign, you can check out all the full case studies for the B2B Marketing Awards on Propolis, the B2B Marketing's exclusive community site that houses the best content and on-tap expert advice. So that's all from me. So thank you and goodbye.